the floor? Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man, that shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in any ways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo! Oh shit. I think for now, I kind of fixed the issue, but my broke ass is going to have to use this microphone that is horribly bad, but it uh, got me through some tough times during the pandemic, but, you know, unfortunately, I had to scrap the anniversary episode and come on here with 99 by myself because, you know what, I cannot sleep. I got a lot of things on my mind. There's a lot of personal things that's going on. Uh, I cannot really discuss that because it's personal. And welcome to the podcast. This is Bad News Vaughn. And you are listening to Vaughn versus the World podcast. And uh, I was trying to go to sleep in the living room. And my neighbors started uh, arguing. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess that's what happens when you live together. Um <laughs> But it's like 2.48 a.m. And um, I she sounded like she was drunk, honestly. And uh, she uh, was like, I don't even know this guy over here. She's referring to me. I will sleep on his porch. I'm like, no, don't sleep on my porch. Please go back to your house. Don't bring that shit over here, sir. Please don't bring it over here because uh, <laughs> your boy is trying to get some sleep himself, but now he can't sleep because now he's worried about his neighbor sleeping on his porch. <laughs> South side. <laughs> but, yo, um, yeah, you know, um, I've been kind of down lately, but I'm not going to tell you why I've been down. Uh, I'll shed some light with that a little bit later, like later on, as in like maybe in a year or so. But. I've been down lately. I mean, my emotions have been up and down, you know. Um, and I've been trying to find things to not think about things, if that makes any sense. Uh, like, I worked out, I guess, technically yesterday uh, before going to a meeting uh, with the school. Uh, you already know how I feel about the school. So uh, I went to a meeting. I mean, when I worked out, like, like a good hour 30 minutes you know i hit the punching pole and jesus christ i ain't trying to like pat myself on the back or blow my own horn or you know toot my own asshole but my god what the fuck is going on with me because um i got some power there <laughs> uh to the point that you know the pole is wrapped up in a yoga a yoga mat and it's taped 
with painter tape all over it um, just to hold it. So I won't like break my knuckles. But I might as well have broken this time because I feel like the foundation was about to fucking fall. Um, the pole is holding up the house. Maybe I should stop fucking punching that pole. I do have a ground and pound bag. Um, but it's ground and pound. That's it. Just That's what it's there for. The ground and pound. It's not meant to be held up right now. Uh, I don't have to change for one and for two. I don't want the ceiling from the basement falling down either. <laughs> I'm renting this house, not owning this house. All right. So um, I don't want no fucking damages, pretty much. So I should stop fucking punching the fucking pole, right? Right. So, you know, I was lifting weights, getting my shit in, lifting weights, uh, doing the exercise bikes, punching the pole, getting the battle ropes, you know, just that just doing that in a circle, you know, just getting my mind off of stuff. And I feel good. I feel great. I feel like I shed some more pounds. I think I'm going to get to that, that goal I was looking for. Honestly, I think I met my goal. My goal was to get to 280. You see, when I went to um, full gear, I was 340 going up. And now I'm back in the twos. Uh, last week I was in the 290s and now I'm in the 280s. So my, my weight is dropping every week, it sounds like, uh, with, with the much-added stress. I'm not really eating, and also the supplements I'm taking as well on top of that, and, you know, just uh, working out. Um, Yeah, I think um, by the time I leave out for Vegas, hopefully I leave out for Vegas, I say hopefully, I will be 260-something, maybe 250, maybe 240. Maybe I'll look pretty lean and rock with it, you know? <laughs> Just had to, I had to throw that in there, you know what I mean? It's been a minute, man. Like, um, not it has not been a minute, but, you know, like I said, we had our anniversary podcast, and um, who this is, shout out to who this is, he always hit me up, like, man, your audio's shit. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, he's like, it sounded like chopped vegetables for 20 minutes or he said for 10 minutes. And then I go back, I finally listened to it and it was yesterday. I finally listened to it. I go, Oh my God, no wonder they had little plays. Like, um, it does sound like chopped vegetables. Like it's like somebody's chopping something during the fucking recording, like for 40 minutes straight. I was like, Oh no, nah, we have to run that back. So I hit, I hit up the crew and, um, they're willing to do another reunion episode. We may wait till 100 because 100, uh, let's just say, because of 99, we may have to actually do that um, reunion episode on 100. Makes sense, though. Uh, I had a big things planned, but I think it's going to be like a regular-ass podcast, to be honest with you. I mean, we hit that goal. I know we. I know I hold it out, um, the anniversary show, to do 100. So, but I think I, like, I always change my mind with, you know, things change in the world. So, I, you know, I change my mind. I don't want to do the concert anymore. Um, you know, like I said, things fucking change. And, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, I think uh, 100 is going to be a regular ass podcast pretty much. Uh, if you want me to bring guests, uh, I think who does this did say you can come on there. Um, but if you want me to bring some guesses, um, I will. I, like more than one. Um, I would definitely reach out to the catalog of professional wrestlers 
and um or MMA fighters or actors or whatever. I would like to have an actor on here, honestly. Um, and you know, um, I'm breaking that uh that mold. Therapy has definitely been working out for me for uh social, um, socializing. Um I have a Facebook that's that's pretty big for me. Uh staying the same political shit that it was six years ago. <laughs> Somebody, somebody got to be an asshole and say asshole shit. And this time, I'm just posting pictures and wrestling shit. I'm not really commenting on anything. I think I just said that. Pray for my family. That's about it. Without going into any fucking details or nothing like that, you know. But yeah, assholes gonna be assholes. That's you can't escape that. You know, it is what it is. You just can't feed into it. You know what I mean? And I just don't feed into it because I just don't fucking give a fuck about social media. Twitter, on the other hand, I don't know. I, was, I, I be on Twitter. It's a shit show on Twitter, too. It's a donkey show on Twitter. Let's, let's just be honest. Uh, that's why I got that fucking shirt, Back Shots and Body Slams on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bad News Bond 810. <laughs> Listen to me just plugging my shit. And I haven't done that in a while, either. Like, uh. Man, yeah, it's, it's a donkey show on fucking Twitter. <laughs> you can't find anything nice on Twitter besides back shots and body slams. <laughs> that's the only two things you can find. If you're really into those things, that's the only two things that you're going to find in Twitter. Some, some video games and some... That's about it. It's, it's never really no kind words on there. It's always someone's getting harassed, someone being a creep, or, or, or somebody's being canceled. You know, it's like it's always something going on in there, man. It's a real big shit show in there. Um, Mar Party Marty talking about you have to pay to talk on there. I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? You getting scammed? <laughs> like, do not pay anybody for you to talk. But you in Canada, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, nigga. Um, so how's pro wrestling trading going? It's going fine. Um. Uh, I'll be returning back to it uh, as of today. I took uh, maybe a week off to get things settled with my family. Um, my therapist does not want me to go, though, because uh, she thinks I'm going to actually hurt somebody. Um, I'm going to make sure. She asked, she, she asked if I had if they had a uh, like a boxing room. I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> like a punching bag? I'm like, yeah, they do. But, you know, I got the punching pole. I wish I shouldn't be punching. I guess I'm going to be punching that motherfucker before I go to wrestling school. So I do plan on going to wrestling school and seeing my um, my new wrestling gear. Um, I have the kick pads here, but my gear is actually at the school. And if you guys follow me on social media, Bomb Van, you know, on Facebook, don't, do not add me if I don't know you. <laughs> if I have not personally met you before, or has not personally talked to you before, do not fucking add me, please, on Facebook. It's more of the personal space. I think the one thing you probably can't add me on while we'll respond back to is probably Instagram and Twitter. But please don't add me on there. But, uh, yeah, if you have uh, seen the um, the images of my uh, wrestling gear, it is done by Mr. One Night Only. Um, shout outs to him. Um yeah, he did a really good job, man. Like, uh, I made it in 2K. Like, I made the actual, uh, I will call it a, like 
a, a draft or a rough design or or um a blueprint and how I gear how I want my gear to make. I'm like, well, I had these skinny jeans on. Yes, I had skinny jeans, but they wasn't too skinny. It wasn't like showing everything. It was just enough. You know, it was just enough room, you know, it was flexible, you know, it was stretchy. So I mean, I get the stretchy skinny jeans, man. It, it looks good. Stretchy skinny jeans. Like big dude skinny jeans is like is the way to go because it's like it's it's still got a, like a good look to it. It's not just straight hugs. You know what I mean? Like so I thought about it. I was like, hmm, this will fit my character very well. It has a rip to it, like um how I bought it, it's like it has a rip like in a pocket, whatever, like that. My sister didn't really wasn't digging it, but I was digging it. I was like, well, I'm bad news on, you know what I'm saying? And I kind of need some swagger. I can't have no regular ass wrestling gear. You know what I mean? I mean, it will look like wrestling gear, but it's going to be stuck with some kick pads. So it fucking, trust me, it will fucking work. Made the fucking rough draft in 2K. Look at the rough draft in 2K. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Okay, this this is gonna fucking work, man. So whenever I make my um, see, I thought I was gonna make my wrestling debut in in the battle royal, but I didn't. So hopefully, uh, they got a studio um show coming up June fifth. Um, so I'm more likely probably gonna do that, but I am gonna start recording my practice matches starting today. I'm gonna record my practice matches and I will be uploading them on um either Instagram, um Twitter. Or uh, SoundCloud. I don't know why I said SoundCloud. I saw SoundCloud pop up, so I said SoundCloud. <laughs> so you can hear, yeah, boom. <laughs> oh my God. That was great. <laughs> Dude, I love that clip, okay? For like multiple reasons. <laughs> All right. For one, that's that was an amazing healthy slash. Like that splash was beefy. All right. And for two, for two, the sounds. Oh man. The aftermath of my man rolling over going, oh my God. And then Ro Rash, who's holding the camera, yelling, Yes, that was great. Love every minute of it. Love every minute of that, man. I watch that clip at least every day. Then I added fucking action, uh, action Bronson. I found the song. He, he got a song called Splash. <laughs> Everybody wants, wants me to do that as a finisher. I'm like, no, I got, I got something else in mind. I can put in my moveset, but I have something else in mind for a finisher. Um, I can't give away what I'm thinking about. Uh, everybody does everything, honestly. Even the stunner. Like, I even thought about the stunner. I said, nah. Figure out something that somebody's not doing. You know, um, make yourself different, you know. Uh, so, I, I'm basically been watching a lot of old school wrestling. Trying to get that catalog of uh, old school one-hit quitters, finishers. Because I'm, I'm like everybody. I'm like the old heads, pretty much. I don't like spot fit smashes. You know, I'm just going to say it. I just don't like a lot of um, transitional moves where it used to be moves used to be like one hitter quitters. Like, you know, the DDT, the Canadian Destroyer. The Canadian Destroyer in the early 2000s was a one hitter quitter. Now the trans trans transitional move. The diamond. I hate how the diamond cutter is a damn transitional move. 
Some people say that it's a finisher. Yes, to some people. Orton. <laughs> Orton. Orton is the only one that can have a one-hit quit, but in the end, it's a transitional move. I hate it. You know, the stunner. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is very protective of that stunner. Now, he believed that once you get hit with that stunner, it better be the one-hitter quitter. All right? Unless you're having a stunner versus stunner match like he had with, uh, with uh, Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. All right? You, you can't stun Stone Cold Steve Austin and get away with it. You're going to have to have get one back now. All right. I just I, I hate the transitional stuff, man. The super kicks is so fucking played out. You would never see me in a wrestling match throwing a fucking super kick. Maybe a knee strike, but not a not a super kick. But uh been watching a lot of bad news brown because you know bad news Vaughn, bad news brown. Um I've been watching a lot of Vader. You know, it's Vader time is time and some Minoru Suzuki. I gotta say it. And even though I missed the fucking show in Detroit, but I bought the fucking poster, I got to fucking say it. I feel it. It's in my veins. I got to say it. Minoru fucking Suzuki. <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say it. Just like that. Just had to say it, man. Oh, my God. I wish I would have went to that fucking show. I feel like Minoru Suzuki's on a retirement run. And, um in the u.s and everywhere else he's just showing up you know <laughs> he might show up in WWE with that with that evil ass smile like <laughs> hey i'm here to chop your chest in cody um you care to have a chop off <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, i mean yeah i bought the two cold scorpios Minoru suzuki sign poster it'd be my second two cold scorpio poster that is signed, honestly. I had to look back. I got the for the culture. Which one of my goals of mine is to actually wrestle at is that there's two goals. Fuck WrestleMania. All right. One thing. Fuck your all your AEW pay-per-views. And then it's four of them. I even I go to mainly to the AEW pay-per-views. This will be my fourth one if I'm able to go. Okay. Um, like when I say able to go, I mean like I have my tickets paid, my like my plane tickets are paid, my my ticket to the show is paid, my hotel room is about to get paid, but there's something going on in my life right now that I cannot control. Some people do know this, and the people that I'm traveling with does know this. That is preventing me to probably go to Vegas, and it sucks because it's probably the only time I go. Um, so I, you know, I go to AEW pay-per-views, but you know, but I don't want to wrestle there. You know, I don't want to wrestle in WWE. I mean, dude, I'm pushing 40. I, I I know what I expect out of me. You know what I mean? So I kind of want to go to some indie companies. You know what I'm saying? You know, I want to travel, you know, a little bit. You know, I want to be done by, see, I'm 36 now. I want to be done around 40. You know, I, I want to be done wrestling around that time, honestly. Probably before then, to be completely honest with you. I remember asking um, Ace Evans uh, about training <laughs> for one match. <laughs> it sounded so stupid. He goes, you're going you're gonna to do, do eight months of training to have one match. I'm like, I'm thinking about it. My body's so beat up. <laughs> so I told him. I know he's, I know he's like behind the screen just shaking his head like this stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh God. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, I know my limitations, man. You know, I'm probably gonna stick with Pair Pro the majority of my career. Uh, but I have goals, man. Like like anybody else. Um, the dream is for a, as a black man is to wrestle on mostly black wrestling cards. Uh battle battle slam vendetta um is one and because i bring them up thought i heard something that's why i pause i bring them up because um baron black who's the promoter who is john gresham's brother that didn't even fucking know um is a big def jam fan and he he basically named the promotion after def jam I'm a big Def Jam fan. If you ever see me and you see the Def Jam tattoo, the the fight for New York one, it's one of my favorite games. Hell, you ever been to my house and you you ever seen the the really big ass fight for New York poster? You know, you can tell I'm a big ass fan of Def Jam. Even though I'm trying to get rid of my PS2 as I speak, but you know, things gotta go. You know, um, that's one thing I want to do. Uh, I want to wrestle at for the culture. I gotta say, like ACH when he left WWE, doing this for the culture. <laughs> it's not a funny thing, but when he said that, it was funny. <laughs> now I, I swear to God, for the longest time, somebody had to tell me, like, no, they already had that name and set. Like, really? They're gonna just name the show for the culture after he just kept saying for the culture, doing this for the culture. All right, okay. But yeah, that's one of my goals is to wrestle for. For the culture. That's right. That's right. Um, Jack Price got me interested in Black Wrestlers Matter. I want to actually wrestle there. You know, that's, that's some spots I want to wrestle. Of course, I want to wrestle in Detroit. Fuck yeah, I want to wrestle in Detroit. Who else? You know, I mean, why Why not? I'm, I'm right. Like, I'm like 40, 50 minutes. I'm like a 40 hour away from the fucking Detroit. You know, why the fuck not? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where else I want to wrestle at? Not in Ohio, I don't. <laughs> Not in Ohio, I don't. And Leroy keep actually Leroy keep telling me like go to AIW. I'm like, nah, nigga, I ain't going to Ohio, bro. <laughs> Fuck Ohio. So there's a chance for that reason. We you, do you know? Do you understand the beef between Michigan and Ohio? I know why Michigan wrestlers go there, bro. But like, do you understand the beef? It goes all the way back to football, college football. Hell, Jay Jackson, shout out to him. He was on the fucking earlier part of this podcast. And he basically told us the story about how his mother dressed him up in fucking Michigan. Was it sweats, sweats or whatever? You know, go blue at an Ohio school. He's, I, I don't know. He said he got jumped or something. <laughs> He said, I didn't know how real it was until that happened. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to fucking Ohio. But Superkick, I, I got my eye on that. Some Canadian promotions, probably. Alaska's out the question. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I had to throw that shade in there, man. I had to throw it in there, man. You know? Ah, uh, man. So, yeah, i just been rambling, man. Like, uh, yeah, I, like wrestling's fine, man. I haven't got no serious injuries, you know? This ain't wood. No, where is some fucking wood at? I gotta knock on some fucking wood. 
let's see. Uh, that's not wood. That's not wood. Uh, it's too late now. I mean, it's fucking pa- oh, well, wood was right in front of me. These walls are fucking wood. I think it's just painted. Uh, wow. As um, I had a blind moment. But anyway. <laughs> You know, I haven't had no serious injuries or whatever like that. I'm like, I woke up sore, but that's professional wrestling, you know. And when XJ asked me, like, how I feel, you came back last week. Like, I laid in the bed for three days. I was sore as fuck. <laughs> He's like, he started laughing. <laughs> but I guess what? I had a smile on my face. He's like, ah, there you go. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, man. So I, 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 I look for it. Um, debuting. It should be soon. Um, to be completely honest with you, uh, I just haven't been there in a week. Like I said, stuff happened. You know, for me to put every put a halt on everything. You know, but that's what it is, pretty much. Hold on, we got to push stop real quick because I want to continue recording. All right, while that's updating, um. I had push stop and I restarted the podcast recording. Remember, this is so fucking stupid. Why on a laptop or a Chromebook I get thirty minutes? Well, how come on the hour, like on the phone, I get an hour? No. Have you ever noticed that when I talk, my sentences is all weird? Like it's uh, the last word that I meant to say gets pronounced first before the first word in the sentence. You ever notice that? I also do that with numbers. Uh, they call it dyslexic, dyslexic, dyslexic. I can't say it. Fuck. You know what I'm talking about. You know, um, I do that with numbers often, a lot. Are you like, people used to hate my ass as Crystal Joe's when I first worked there. Okay. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure every time I gave him the wrong fucking total. If I didn't, I wasn't used to him. I'll say the fucking numbers backwards, which sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Huh? What? How? Only had a burger. Why is it five hundred dollars? <laughs> like, wait, what? Huh? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's five ninety nine. <laughs> you know, like I'm so sorry. I, 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 I didn't mean to scare you. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it was uh ninety nine. <laughs> That's ninety nine dollars and five cents. <laughs> Oh, man, that's just crazy. But, yeah, man, uh, yeah, that, I, I I do that. I got to catch myself. You know, and that's what, the, what therapy is. I think it got something to do with social anxiety. And sometimes when I come on the podcast, I have social anxiety. But, you know, as you can hear me, I actually sound like I progressed um, pretty much. Now, I know we had the reunion show, and I basically just had them talk. You know, that's what I was trying to get them to. Um, to do, you know, I was trying to bring back the 810 Pro Wrestling podcast, but as Pro Wrestling something, I don't know. Um, with them on it, with under the uh 810 versus the world, or no, I keep on saying the wrong name now, Vaughn versus the world banner, like over it. So I was just gonna be the producer of it, you know, I'm trying to get them used to it. You know, they're they talk mostly, I just I chimed in every once in a while, that was it. Some people make it may think that um somebody's taking over my stuff no not really no i you know like i said social anxiety and stuff like that hard time talking to people and stuff like that and plus you know they haven't been heard in a long time you know i let them talk they talk you know that's what i'm saying you know 
I definitely would definitely do a couple of reunion shows with them. And hopefully they'll take my offer of coming back to the podcast um, as a wrestling and on the wrestling side of it. I can definitely do different episodes for them. Um, so, you know, um, you guys probably want me to talk about some wrestling, don't you? Some wrestling. You know, I watched AEW for the first time because I guess I didn't go to wrestling training. Usually wrestling training is Wednesdays and Fridays, but also I have to also save for the fucking Las Vegas trip. I have to pay for my sessions of wrestling. So I actually caught AEW, and I was pulling up with Dax Hardwood, man. I really was. He's a big uh, big heart uh, foundation fan um, for what I heard. You know, he wore the trunks down there and everything. It was a good back and forth match, man. He was gonna put in a sharpshooter. He sold the ribs. He did a really weird bump. I, I don't know. He's 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 more professional than I am, but um, you know, I can't say anything about it. You know, it was it, it was it, it was that apron bump. It was the one when he looked like he just looked like he dove in a pool. Like that's what it looked like to me. You know, but the match was pretty good, man. Uh, Adam Cole won with a sharpshooter. You know, I won't say one, two, three, but no, Dax tapped out. I love Dax, man. For some reason, man, when Dax doesn't want to admit defeat, he grabs the ref. I noticed that in NXT. He will like, oh, fuck, man. Like, really? This really fucking hurts. Ref, look at me. Look at me. I'm not a pussy, but I'm about to tap out. I love it, man. I love it. Because he literally grabbed the ref's hands like, look, look, fuck it. <laughs> so he literally grabs the ref's hands and shit, and that shit was crazy. I think CM Punk came out after that. After that, Like CM Punk and John Silver? Yeah. Got a really good match. And CM Punk beat John Silver with a really off-looking, um, uh, uh, fuck. Damn it. I was going to call it a dead eye, but it's not. It's the uh, the Lariat. Um, Buckshot Lariat. Fuck, man. What? Damn. I thought Hangman Page was going to go down there and GTS him. Like, that's what I thought. But, you know, that uh, back and forth. And Punk is like, hey, it's all about business. And basically, Punk was like the heel because, you know, he was, you know, he's still fresh off that MJF feud. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's he's still fresh with all the MJF uh, MJF feud, you know, and, and they were in MJF hometown, so you know they were cheering for MJF. But he came out with the with their hockey team um, jersey and stuff, and he cut the music off. He just came out with boots. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, that that was pretty good. Uh, I want to say. I think Dan Housen, Dan Dan Housen debut came out. I mean, he he uh, wrestled Tony Nice. Did not expect that to happen. That happened very quick, but I think I know why it happened. It happened because because you want to send Hook. That's that's why. That's why it happened. So basically, Dan Housen gets his entrance. Tony Nice doesn't get an entrance. He's already in the ring with Smart Mark Sterling. And um, <clears throat> so the match starts, and all of a sudden, Danhausen is in the corner, and he takes the running knee from Tony Nice. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. It's over. 
I think I kind of like 16 seconds, maybe under 20 seconds. That happened. Yeah, it's over. I'm like, wow. I haven't seen a spoil like that since NJ uh signed with the company. Remember that? NJ, they pushed her. She had a promo package and everything. And um she lost the Avadon. Like that. But that introduced that introduced her to the Dark Order, pretty much. They didn't do something with the Dark Order, by the way. They something got I mean Stu Grayson is gone. What I'm hearing, they're letting the original's um, contract run out and just bringing in like fresh space, you know, not fresh spaces, but you know, from NXT pretty much. I call I call um, AEW sometimes NXT 2.0, sometimes, okay, but it's not, you know, they, they, they've been shuffling around talent. I think when ROH gets a rebrand, I see some stuff on the internet um, with the dojo and stuff like that. When ROH starts getting the rebrand going, um, I think some of the people that's like um, that's on that roster now is going to probably go to ROH. I don't know if they can bring back anybody else from ROH uh, originally. I know Dolphin Castle signed. I know John DeGresham is signed. I don't know if Cheeseburger's coming back. I mean, he was there ever since 2007, I believe. Why not? He has a Chote. I mean, you want some Liger, you got a Cheeseburger. You know, he's a little skinny black guy. <laughs> so anyway, we still got heat cheese, by the way. We still got heat. Now, what I was talking about. All right, Dan Housen. Dan Housen gets to the one they need. And smart Mark Sterling gets on the mic. He goes, man, this guy got an interest and you didn't. Hit him again. <laughs> like, damn, all right. Point drop, driven home. And he hits him one more time with the knee. Like, one more time, one more time. And smart Mark Sterling put his uh his uh foot on um, Dan Housen's uh, neck. Tony Nese about to run. He pulls the knee pad down. He about to run the ropes. And, and you hear those familiar sounds. Dun, dun. Here comes Hook. Hook runs him off. Dan Housen extends the hand one more time. Hook looks around like nobody's watching. And he literally shooks his head. And now they got a, a buy-in match now. It's uh, Dan Housen and Hook versus Smart Mark Sterling and fucking Tony Nese. Now, here's the thing. I want This is what I want to see, okay? I've been seeing Smart Mark Sterling for a minute. I guess he is signed to All Elite Wrestling in somewhat at a capacity, but uh, I would like to see him in his normal gear. Not that shit that not that Andy Kaufman shit that he was wearing with the Superman thing, the Jimmy Hart shit. I don't want to see that shit. I want to see him in a singlet. All right. That might have sound a little bit uh suspect. All right, pause. But I want to see the man in a singlet, not not the little Jimmy Hart hookup. All right. So um, yeah. I believe I might miss a match or two. Okay, I'm getting old and I'm tired. And it's three o'clock. I haven't slept. All right. So I believe Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Now, forgive me what I'm about to say, okay? But it's obvious, all right? This is clearly the battle of the cheeks, all right? So <laughs> go watch the match and see, all right? This is the battle of the cheeks, all right? So we got, I think they're from the same uh, place, uh, Australia, right? Uh, fuck me. I don't know. I don't know where they're from. 
I think they're from Australia. I don't want to fucking butcher their fucking place. And they look, it's not like I already did. All right. But Tony Storm won. I wasn't really too much paying much attention. I was trying to go to sleep. And like, and you see how that happened, what went. I'm not saying the match was boring, but you know, the uh the little uh picture to picture commercial takes me out of the match. I'm serious, it really does. I, and I know I'm not the only one. You know, when the screen gets a little small and the fucking um thing um pops up all huge and shit. It takes me out of the fucking match, man. Like, I know I'm not the only one. I hate that shit. I hate picture to picture. God, I hate picture to picture. Um, I think WWE does it too, I think. I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to think who else wrestled uh, tonight. Oh, Tony Starks versus Jungle Boy for the FTW title. This was a good back and forth. Uh, Shane Stern, um, uh Swerve uh, came down. Or is it Swerve Strickland? Is it is he Shane Strickland or Swerve Swerve Strickland? Swerve came down, goddammit. Because Will Hobbs, big ass, was hiding somewhere back there. And the referee, this wrong this referee that looks like me without a beard, was distracted <laughs> by Shane Strickland. Will Hobbs didn't interfere in the match. He he was just there. Shane Strickland came down. All right, so um, that led to Jungle Boy getting beat. Jungle Boy is all like discouraged and everything. Christian and Luchasaurus walked by, and Christian just shorter, shorter um, bump um, Strickland. And Strickland's like, "What the fuck was that about?" You know what I mean? Like, and you know, Strickland's getting an argument with a. Uh, uh, Ricky Starks and fucking Will Hobbs and shit. And then you hear, who am I? You know, here goes Keith Lee. I swear to God, what the fuck you been eating, nigga? Like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, he looks great. What I'm saying, like, he looks like fucking intimidating. Like, this motherfucker looks like he just, when he walks, he walks like he owns a fucking room. And that's how you should in pro wrestling. I think I was telling that to somebody. Like when you in that ring, you in that act like that's your fucking house, man. And nobody's taking your house away from you. You are confident in your fucking house, in your zone. You know, and that's how Keith Lee walks. He walks like he's he's always confident. You know, he's but he he look leaner. He looks a little leaner. It looks like he's, you know, I'm not saying he never worked out. Keith Lee always looked it big and intimidating, but he looks a little like Define pretty much what I'm trying to say. Um, so I'm thinking that is setting up a triple threat match at double or nothing for the AEW tag team titles. I think Keith Lee and Shane Strickland are going to be a team. I don't know for how long, but I really would like to see the tag belts on Starks and uh, Hobbs at this time. I mean, they work very well together. I mean, for real, they seriously. I would like them to see see the them actually hold some. Some AEW gold, all right? I know, I don't know if the FTW title is now canon or not. Not sure. They got so many fucking belts and, you know, like so many belts. If you add into ROH belts, you know, they got the fuck. All right, let me name down these belts, okay? We got the AEW belt. We got the women's um, belt. We got the TNT belt. We got the TBS belt. What else? We got the FTW belt, and that's just AEW right there. And now we got 
the ROH World Heavyweight Championship, the Pure Championship, which is held by Wheeler Yuta, um, the ROH Tag Team Championships. Okay. Oh, I forgot. The Tag Team Championships for AEW. I forgot about them. Um, the Tag Team Championships held by FTR. The Ring of Honor Women's Championship held by Mercedes Martinez. And the Ring of Honor television title held by Samoa Joe. What about the six-man title? So what I heard on Twitter is Tony Khan have the belts made. Not for ROH. Uh, he's planning on bringing the trios titles to AEW. That might be a good move. But who? I mean, I can, only person I can see winning the trios titles is probably Death Triangle. I mean, they got enough groups there, to be honest with you. Let me just say, they got enough groups there. And I mean, I don't know what's going to happen between uh, uh, Blackpool uh, Combat Club and uh, Eddie Kingston and um, and uh, Santana and Ortiz. I don't know if they're going to join them because they're professional wrestlers. I really think, okay, skipping that fucking segment, I want to say, I want to skip that segment. I know I skipped something else, too. I wanna, I'm going to come back to that, all right? Skipping that segment, the Jericho appreciation victory speech, whatever is so sports entertainer, I, I can't stand it. I guess that's the point. All right. So I'm thinking it's leading into a blood and guts match between these two teams here. The combat club with Eddie Kingston and company against the Jericho Appreciation Society. And let me just say that is a stupid ass name, but it's Chris Jericho. You can't say much. You mean it's Chris fucking Jericho. What can you say? It's Chris Jericho. It's like Undertaker at this point. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> I think it's going to lead into a blood and guts match. I don't know if it's going to be at double or nothing. I hope it's going to be at double or nothing. It makes sense to be at double or nothing. Might as well have it at double or nothing. It can't be a stadium stampede match. Please don't be a stadium stampede match. We're actually in Las Vegas. It has to be a blood and guts or something, a disqualification match, whatever. All right, going all the way back to the beginning. Let's go back, all right? So the funniest part of the fucking show is Dark Side of the Ring, who didn't get renewed for a fourth season. It's narrated by Chris Jericho, and he's talking about how Warlow turned his back on MJF. And in the mid-sentence, like, wait, well, hold on. This is for MJF? I'm not doing this for this asshole. Like, wait, hold up. How much he's paying? All right, okay, I'll do it. If it continues, and it's so funny because they it's so exaggerated. They got Tass in there. <laughs> they got Tass in there. Who else they got in there talking? They got Jake the Snake Robinson there. <laughs> and the most funniest person was Barry Horowitz, Mr. Pat himself on the back. <laughs> He called Warlow a jobber. He's a jobber. <laughs> oh man, that that was that was pretty good, I must say. Um obviously Warlow beat up all a bunch of security, signed the contract, put smart Mark Sterling through a table. This is definitely after the fucking Dan Housen versus Tony Neese match. <laughs> They wouldn't make any sense of Smart Mark Sterling being out there after he got powerbombed to a table. He done for the night. 
just like he was done when he did that uh, battle rap against Austin the Gun when he got body slammed. He was done for the night. <laughs> I never seen anybody change out of a suit so fucking quick. I will tell you that. All right? And, and teleport to another place so fucking quick. Unless he had his civilian clothes underneath his suit. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. So we get to the main event. And this is batshit crazy, by the way. It's Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen in an anything goes match for the Owen Hart Cup. Uh to advance to the uh, semifinals, right? Semifinals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this match is batshit crazy, okay? But I was also taken out of it because of pitcher to pitcher. It took me out of it. But when it came back, it sucked me right back in because Darby Allen has stacked some fucking chairs <laughs> on ringside. And he had, stu- he had knocked Jeff Hardy off the ladder. And then Jeff Hardy's outside all of a sudden. Darby Allen does a Jeff Hardy. Ah! And he, he does a swan time. So... This is what I want to talk about here. This is a very unnecessary spot, but I can see, I know why he did it. You know, he looked up to Jeff Hardy, but on some fucking chairs. That, that nigga looked like he broke his fucking back. I'm sorry. He looked like a glitch in fucking 2K. You know how you get power bomb on some weapons and you kind of look just, you look like you just, I don't know, caboose. <laughs> That's what Darby Island looked like. He looked like a glitch in 2K. I'm serious. Go back and look at it. He looked like a damn glitch. So, Darby Allen gets... I don't know what happened because it probably was another pitcher or pitch, to be honest with you. Darby Allen rolls Jeff Hardy back in the ring, and he hits him with the coffin drop. Hits him with the coffin drop. I think because his back is on him. And it's one, two, but Jeff Hardy fucking roll over and... um. What's that move? Crucifix. He crucifix pinned him. One, two, three. Jeff Hardy advance. Crazy ass match. Bad shit. Crazy. Man, what a match, man. What a match. So I'm waiting for Jeff Hardy to put his full body weight on. That's what they call it. The full body weight swanton. They don't think Jeff Hardy should do the swanton no more. He is older. Let's just say that. He is older. And I know swanton is his thing. But it's been looking pretty awful the last couple of times I've seen it. It looked like the full, the full body weight. Unless he changed it up where he just lands straight on his body. Like, you know, it's the full body weight. You know, it's not the, uh, I think where he used to do it where it's like his shoulder and his head would hit like the side of your ribs. And But no, this is full body weight. This is basically a front flip splash. splash. Landing on your back. You know, and that's AEW Dynamite. If I miss anything, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm probably missed something very important. I don't know. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure I covered some of the matches. I know I did. It was one women match. And I know I I know I know I watched that woman match. There was no other women match. They hyped up uh Dunder Rose versus Serena Deeb at fucking double or nothing. I didn't even know that match was fucking gonna happen. I didn't even know Serena Deeb was number one contender. Uh, I guess that's to tell you about the AEW women division, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, um, 
double or nothing. I hope I go to it, but I got to take care of things at home first and see if things are okay for me before I go and stuff. You know, um, you know, like I said, I'm going through some stuff. I can't say what it is, all right, because it's personal. It's very personal enough that I don't want to talk about it, all right? So that's that's it. Just keep me in your prayers. That's all I can say. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm Vaughn. I'm bad news, Vaughn. I'm not plugging no shit. I'm still still the same way. I'm not plugging anything. Just keep me in your prayers. That's all I ask. That's my time. Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always. Count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray. Hoping that we get safe. And all the lies that we take will lay here in these graves. Tombstones with their names, heat without the propane, sunshine and no rain. Say a man is gon' change. Say a man is gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We will savage your tank, ready to dun your brain. Man, this ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo, shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules Kill or be killed, man, that shit is up to you Niggas out here flat, learning their day Kill your fucking family if you think you got away Doesn't really matter where you live in anyways Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like Woo! Oh shit Thinking they don't know this Case closed, bitch Trash every day, you never know shit Running and we gunning, nigga, welcome to the jungle Dog eat dog, never heard of a muscle All about Uno, keep your mind in the shuffle Cause niggas in the wild, everybody in the fire There's a storm living, enemies in every size Draw two, draw four, drop they ass every time You push your keep dealing, get your money, Lord willing Just try to eat, 30k in the ceiling No heroes or villains, where we living is a prison Better watch your back, cause they wipe you off the map 365, it's a war where we at All this added pressure, just asking for a blessing And say you get the pine body bag or stretcher Riding no limit all real, no gimmicks Tryna make a living while you're shorty at the clinic Niggas country slipping flat like you in the kitchen, goddamn Homies used to just say Any streets don't play Life is precious always Count your blessings each day Mom and dad gon' pray Hoping that we get safe And all the lies that we take Will lay here in these graves Tombstones with their names Heat without the propane Sunshine and no rain. Say a man is gon' change. Say a man is gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We will savage your tank, predator your brain. Man, this ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo, shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man, that shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo! Oh shit. Thinking they'll know this. Case closed, bitch. Trash every day, you never know shit.